I'm, I'm coming down. I can smell it in the oven. <laughs> I'm coming on down. Let me get my shoes on. Oh, she said, hello there. Ah, mama's got bread in the oven. I can smell it all the way to the top of the house. Mm, mm, mm. Nothing like fresh bread in the morning, boys. Yep, yep, going down and getting myself a couple of slices of that fresh, warm, hot bread out of the oven. Slap some of that strawberry jam and that apple butter on another slice and just plain old butter on the third one. <laughs> fresh bread! Nothing like wake you up in the morning like a piece of fresh bread. I'm coming, Mama. Ah, now that, my friend, is what it sounded like in a lot of homes back in the day. Oh, they didn't buy bread at the grocery store. Oh, it was fresh bread every morning. Well, I know many of you don't know what that's like anymore. No smell of fresh bread in your house, is there? That's a lot of that dead bread that you're buying from your local store. Well, this podcast today is going to take you back, a little nostalgia back to the days of fresh bread. And hopefully you'll realize what you're missing and just how dead your bread really is. I want to talk about dead bread. Dead bread. What is it? Well, it's just like it sounds, bread that's dead, meaning lifeless. You know, the Wonder Bread Corporation, the Sunbeam, and back in the 50s, a very famous baking company that started the automation. They have a whole video documentary. So sterile. Machines do everything. Humans barely there, and the few that are there and along the assembly line are just acting like the machines, acting very robotic. So used to doing that same thing like Charlie Chaplin's Martin Time that your body gets stuck in that rhythm. There's no love behind it. You know, oh, your food is so good, they say. I can taste the love. Well, you don't taste the love in a bud from McDonald's or Chick-fil-A. You can easily tell that it was made rather corporately, mechanically, robotically. Oh, there's no love touch in that. And besides that, because they are mass producing for monetization. It's made with compromised ingredients, isn't it? Things that are not very expensive, very cheap, that can be mass produced, chemicalized, processed, genetically modified. Oh, it doesn't matter, because you'll eat it. The only difference between you and a pig inside a pig in the mud is you're driving in a car through a drive-through rather in a pig spin at least a pig is more honest about the slop that it consumes we package our slop can you imagine the pigs in the pigsty packaging their slop putting it in fancy boxes with images and pictures and someone saying it's my pleasure thank you Thank you for the garbage, the sludge, the slop. And you pay for it. You pay for people to give you dead bread. You pay for them to give you dead bread or not bread at all. Is it impossible meat? You know, the nothing burger 
There's nothing to it. The zero calories, no real life or nutrients in it. After all, it's all about my waistline, isn't it? We love dead bread and we love dead conversation. Things that do not sustain us with no substance in it. We love dead politicians. Tell us what we think we want to hear, but not what we need to hear. We love dead preachers. Make us feel good, but don't tell us how to actually be good. That requires God to have authority over my life and I'm in charge of me. We don't want parents. Dead parents, leave us alone. Just drop me off at football practice, baseball practice. Drop me off at the babysitter. Drop me off at t-ball, soccer. Let me have a phone in the back seat so I don't have to hear the two of you talk to me. Let me watch a video game at home. Let me have a phone while I sit at the table at dinner and go out. Let me be distracted by anything, everything other than you. We like dead love. Just get in the sack and get it done. One and done. I don't want anything more than that. I don't want a conversation. I don't want a relationship. I don't want to take my time. I want quick and easy. Fast and furious. I'm not for anything with, with any roots to grow down underneath the ground. I'm moving on to the next and to the next and to the next. We like dead fun. Another sport. Another hole in one, another tennis racket, another volleyball net, another hoops, another baseball diamond, another field goal. What is it? What's your fancy? Jumping off waves, climbing mountains and falling off? What is it? What's your death? You love decay. Dead bread. The dead bread of men. But the live bread of God. No, thank you. Oh, I'll talk to the Hindu, the Buddhist, the shaman, the guru, my yoga instructor. my fitness teacher. I'll go to my gym. But God, huh? who needs him? I want to count my coins like a Monopoly game. I want to see how many apartment buildings I own, how many homes I own, how many deals I've done, how many stocks I've bought. I want to watch that Dow. I want to invest possess and oppress, step on you, rob you, take over you, dominate you, pass you, live above you, have more than you and kill you because I love death. Babies, how many more can I kill? I'm tired of paying this doctor to rip it out of my uterus. Give me a pill. I want to stop it right when it's trying to form. I want to kill it and not give it a chance. Give me a chance. Just give me a chance to sleep with you, to get in a movie. Give me a chance to work for your company. Give me a chance to be your president, to be your congressman, to be your senator. 
but give that thing a chance to live? Give me that pill so I can kill it. Like the morning after. Dead bread. You live off of dead bread. Words that give no life. You take life. You don't speak life. You kill everything you touch, including yourself. But the bread of life, oh, now, now that's some bread. You remember when grandma would get up early before the sun and you smell and hear her working in that kitchen because of that bread rolling, twirling that flour, patting it down. And then it hits that oven and you can tell fresh bread. Doesn't it have a smell to it? Yeah. Same thing with a fresh woman or a dirty one. You can tell clean. All you can tell when it's holy. And when you sit down and actually see it on your table with some fresh jam and butter and you're sitting there and it's warm and it's fresh. Ooh, nothing like fresh bread for breakfast. Rather it's for toast or rather it's made for your sandwich. Makes all the difference, doesn't it? And when mom wraps it, puts it in that bag, that lunch bag, remember that? Made all the difference, didn't it? When you ate it, you knew that the hands that made it, and it tasted like your mother made it. Uh, no one else can make it like mama or grandma, but you can tell. Bread has life, and it has joy, and it will sustain you. It's not thrown to you like a dog. It's handed to you. It's brought to you. It's made for you. The Lord is the bread of life. I know you don't like it. I know you reject it because you live off of dead bread. And I know that for most of you, you will die with your dead bread. but for the few who've chosen to live off of the living bread, the bread of life, the bread of heaven, the manna that comes from the breath of God, that bread gives you life eternal. It doesn't mold. It doesn't get stale. It doesn't grow old and it will save you from hell. Try a piece, partake of the bread of life, the bread of Adonai, the Lord of hosts, the Messiah. Sometimes we just need to know who to turn to, that he hears us when we pray.
happy and you know it you don't need to buy anything 
you really don't even need to do anything. It isn't run faster, jump higher, lift more, make more. Because when you are happy, you are content. And when you are content, it means you have come to accept yourself. You are not occupied with time spent changing yourself. Thinking if only I had a little more of this or that. If only I could do a little more of this or that. If I only knew more of this or that. No, you're happy and you know it. You're happy to just rise in the morning and breathe and walk, live. You're happy when you open your eyes and you see a bird outside your window or feel the sun against your face. It isn't the amount of money or muscle it isn't where and how many places you go. It isn't how many people you know. It isn't how much more of your life you risk killing yourself. How many more relationships you can have to excite yourself. It isn't another drink, another drug. You're happy. In your highest and best self, you are just happy. I don't need more food, more cake, more ribs and steak. No, I'm happy. And it is enough. And when it is enough, that is when you will be your best. And you will be at rest with living your truest self in honor of God who made you. You know that song, Says, smile, though your heart is aching. Smile, even though it's breaking. When there are clouds in the sky, you'll get by. If you smile through your fear and sorrow, smile, and maybe tomorrow. You'll see the sun come shining through for you. Light up your face with gladness. Hide every trace of sadness. Although a tear may be ever so near. That's the time that you must keep trying. 
Smile, what's the use of crying? You'll find that life is still worthwhile if you just smile.